RX Radio. The Fat Boy Show. Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV Uganda. It's your moment. Welcome to Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. This is where we talk to the amazing people at the forefront of revolutionizing the film and television industry in Uganda. Just turn on the TV. Now, as opposed to several years ago, now you will see amazing TV productions, uh, TV dramas, soap operas, movies, comedy shows, all kinds of things, musicals, in ways that we'd never seen before, at a quality that we've never seen before. And why is that? Well, that's because a lot of these talented people stuck to their guns and said, hey, we are going to grow this thing. And indeed, grown it, they have. Now even attracting investors who have set up various platforms like MultiChoice who are now commissioning the production of TV shows to be aired on channels like Magic and Magic Prime. And so today the television and film industry in Uganda is nothing like it was before and we have all these stakeholders to thank, many of which uh, we like to talk to here at Filmscope. Well today on Filmscope UG we are happy to be talking to Linda Nabasa. She is a writer, actress and producer she has featured in plays such as Slay Queens of Africa, What Is Your Secret, Radical, and so forth. She has uh, performed and written plays for Afroman Spice, which is an all-woman theater company. And she is also the director of the Black Anthem Theater. And uh, she was also a drama teacher at the Kids Club in Kampala between uh, 2016 and 2017. She's currently writing Luca and Tessa, a children's book series on human rights supported by the European Union of Uganda. She joins us today on Filmscope. Hello, Linda. How are you? Hello, so excited, you know, to be having this conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, so glad you could join us today. So Thank um, you so much for the invitation. Amazing work you've been doing. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Who is Linda Nabasa? Yes, so Nabasa Linda, I'm 31 years old. I am a creative artist. I'm a performing artist. I started out doing poetry while I was still in the university. And then I, I went into theater. I started writing plays. I would say YouTube has been a great teacher for me in my artistic and creative works. And I've been really doing theater now. I'm into radio dramas and I'm actually slowly venturing into television. Great. Well, uh, YouTube is definitely a great place to start to showcase uh, your amazing talent. Yeah. So um, maybe you can take us back to the beginning to how you got interested in a drama in the first place. Yes, so I started poetry and of course we, it used to happen maybe once a month on poetry platforms and you'd get like five minutes just to showcase your poem. It was not enough for me. So I, I saw theater was a way where you would actually make your own production and have people coming to see you and you'd have like an hour also in front of people. I love performing. I love being in front of people. I love the cameras and the lights and all the action. So that's how I actually ventured into theater because it was much more meaningful at least for me. Now, a lot of people that are involved in theater do tell us that, uh, you know, it is quite uh, challenging, uh, obviously, 
uh, there's two aspects to it. There is the art, the craft, and then of course the business side of things. You know, yeah. getting people together to be involved in a production. You know, the logistics of getting everyone there, the management aspect of making sure everything is running the way it's supposed to. It can mm-hmm. all be very, very daunting. Can you tell yes. us? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, and and I'm very glad because I've been a very heads-on people. Like also my inspiration with Afroman Spice, which I did not start alone, but with two other amazing, beautiful actresses, was because we we were tired of waiting for people to give us opportunities. So we're like we're going to create these our own opportunities, but that required us to put on our own production. So that meant we had to do the logistics and the setting up and everything. It was quite difficult, but I have a, a background in business administration. So I found myself having to face our sponsors to sponsor our shows was not quite difficult for me. And that was how we were actually able to raise some very good money from theater. I will be honest, like it has not been easy, but also we were able to do it. You know, we would have a show and you would maybe get four million from a show one night. And that was great. And we were able to divide this money among ourselves and pay the lights, pay the stage. It was very hard work because then we had to look for the sponsors. Then we also had to act. Then we also had to. Yeah, it was not easy. But money is there. Yeah. Okay. So um, we've seen a lot of people. When you look at the television and film landscape in Uganda today, uh, a lot of it is comprised of people that have come from a theater background. Um, yes. Is this a very common transition and is it an easy transition to make from theater to television and film? Yes, I actually think it's uh, it, it is a more more good transition to make because then you're learning as in you're you're growing better i find i've heard that it's actually difficult for people who have been into film to now go into theater because everyone at least has come from theater into film because you learn so much even as an actress on theater going into film there is so much experience you already have yeah so you really learn a lot and me having a background now having already done so many theater productions on my own i think producing a film financially and everything that requires it will not be so difficult for me yeah so tell us uh, what uh, you have on your youtube channel you said that uh, you're utilizing youtube to showcase your talent and creativity what is it oh, that no. uh, one uh, can expect to see on your youtube Actually, what I really did mean by YouTube was like when I was starting to learn out, YouTube was a great way because I did not have anyone who told me how to write. So (laughs) I I, I used it as a platform for me to learn. Okay, okay. As a learning uh, platform. As as a learning platform, yes. Well, uh, that said, definitely it's a platform that you can also utilize to showcase. uh, Yes, to showcase, yes. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, the biggest subscribed channel, Ugandan channel on YouTube belongs to Anka. True and can see me. And, uh, you know, she obviously comes from, uh, you know, like a comedy background. Uh, Yes. I'm not sure she's done theater, but definitely, you know, uh, comedy. And uh, she's utilized YouTube to showcase her talent to to the world. She's got fans all over the world now. And uh, I I think it's something that uh, a lot of people in the same industry can consider uh, where, you know, you can use YouTube put your stuff out there and uh, grow your fan base and maybe that can then be translated into an audience that might come into theaters to watch your plays or might tune into television to watch your TV shows and movies. Yeah, true. That's very, very true. But but also I, I, I got to really find out that, you know, 
you really need a team because I saw that having to do everything, you're, you're the one who is acting, you're the one who is also producing, you're the one who is also managing the YouTube channel, you're the one, it, it becomes very difficult for you to, to maintain. You'll find that the people who have the greatest YouTube channels actually maintain them in a way. They have some support and they're able to do it. Or at least they concentrate on that alone. Ah, yeah, I see. So, yeah. Oh, you know, we just see things on the surface and we don't know all the hard work that has to go into it. Yeah, so true. you're right. Uh, you know, people like Kansima and others who maintain such huge channels must have a lot of support there. And yeah. uh, it's not easy for everyone to get that. Okay. So uh, now that you've enjoyed uh, some success in the theater background, also as a writer, yes. um, where would you like to see your creativity applied next? Honestly, yes, I like that you asked that because now, right now, I'm writing a screenplay, my first. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So I, I, I really want to venture into film and into television being really a scriptwriter. Yeah, so I would really love like to have my script uh, produced and also acting, but really I want to, to concentrate more on script writing, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's go to the issue of you being a drama teacher. You teach kids acting, do you? So actually, because uh, currently now that I'm a performing artist, I'm also doing children's theater. Mm -hmm. Before you start teaching them, you actually have to first show them to inspire them. So uh, children's theater is something that I'm also currently doing. Ah. Yeah. Before I, I was training, but of course, because of COVID, yeah, it's not happening at the moment. Tell us about uh, this uh, collaboration project you're doing with a Burundian playwright, uh, the project called A Thousand Guns. Yeah, so A Thousand Guns. So that is a, hmm, that is a, a project like on, a, how can I call it, like a political theater where we are talking about the different um, musicians who have had to get asylum having used their art to raise their political and social issues in their country. As you're aware, there are so many Burundian uh, musicians who had to, to leave Burundi to seek asylum in other Belgium, other countries and others actually who were killed. Yeah, and also I saw it was kind of also relating here in the situation of Uganda, having seen what Bobby Wine as an artist who was using his music, what he had to pass through, you know. So we, I kind of saw like it would be a great collaboration because the stories are kind of similar. Ah, okay. Yeah. So um, in terms of using your art and your craft uh, to tell stories, do you have an overall goal whenever you embark on a project do you just do it to entertain people or are you also at the same time trying to convey a message as a way of changing perceptions, changing the world? Do you see your craft as, as a, I guess, as a means through which you can achieve some social change? So initially when I started out, the, uh, the first productions we did were really just to entertain just to entertain, to get our names out. But then after the next productions, we started to do, started to talk about women issues. Yeah, so then the social impact message started coming in. Yeah, so currently what I do now, I, I make sure that my work is really related to a message. First, that I'm passionate about and that I know because since I'm passionate about then of course there are going to be several other people that are really also passionate about it. Yeah. 
Well, I think you're doing a great job. You're doing a great Thank job of you. inspiring people, inspiring women, inspiring children. And we need more people like you to encourage people to get into the business of writing plays and producing plays. And uh, I see uh, very many big things ahead of you. Um, I think you're only just getting started, to be honest. I, I, I really think I'm getting started. I think the thing about me is I like to try so many things. And can I say something? Yeah, you you having that radio station is really an inspiration because a very long time I started what they call Black Anthem WhatsApp Radio. I was like, how how can you find a way just to 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 have WhatsApp like a radio on WhatsApp? So I just started using like the audio. Uh, like the voice from, voice yeah, notes the voice on WhatsApp mm-hmm. and I would just like oh this is leaned on the WhatsApp radio da, 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 da. Ah, finally <laughs> interesting and I actually got people who were listening in they were very short clips but then finally at my job currently we had a studio where I kind of used it now to actually and I had my own online radio actually and I made it black and the WhatsApp radio but then I went into so much being busy with work and it kind of died down but yeah like I, I maybe I'm only saying this to just tell people you know you just have to do something and look up to people to inspire you you know who are keeping the thing going on (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow okay well uh hey uh, so whatever happened to it Uh, are you still doing it so what happened was currently now uh because you know we as artists uh, I'm, I'm so glad that i have a job right now i'm a scriptwriter at wiz arts foundation we write radio dramas uh, on corruption and uh, political stuff so i got so busy during the the election time we had so many projects we were working on and at the same time in the evening i had to go online to do the radio but I think my highlight was on New Year's, I had the most listenership. I had a hundred people who were listening in. Whoa. But I, yeah, I, I, I actually got to realize, you know, you have to pay for the hosting. Yeah. So it was very expensive. And I only had to go online when I was available from work and I was tired. <laughs> so I was like, damn, yo, let me just let it, <laughs> let me let it go for now. But it, it was good while it lasted at least. Yeah. And you never know, you might uh, one day revive it, right? Your that's what I'm, that's career in WhatsApp yeah, <laughs> online radio. Things, yeah, mm-hmm. I think things don't really die. At least you try them out, then you know what worked and what didn't work. So that when you do it again, then you know what you can do better. At least now I know if I'm to do it again, then I have to get other people as well to be presenters and hosts and whatever. Yeah. Well, Linda, if uh, someone wanted more information on uh, Black Anthem Theater and any of the other projects that you're doing, uh, where might they go? On my Facebook page, there is a, a page, a Black Anthem Theatre, and then there is Afroman Spice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Linda Navasa, actress, producer, writer. And uh, it's been so awesome talking to you today. Thank you so much for appearing on uh, Filmscope UG today. And thank you for inspiring. Thank you for hosting me. <laughs> okay. I wish you the best and I uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Sure. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Good day, too. Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV Uganda, it's your moment.